Hello and welcome to Empire Builders, the place for entrepreneurs, business owners and experts who want to build an epic empire. I'm Nick James and thanks for joining me here today. NFTs, non-fungible tokens. Raise your hand if you've heard the term NFT or non-fungible token. Keep your hand in the air. So you've, you've heard the term, lots of you, some have not. Keep your hand in the air if you kind of understand what they are or like, okay, yeah, so most. Um, thank you. Um, raise your hand if you haven't heard the term or it's a bit of a mystery to you. Okay, cool. All right. So, so in this session, um, if you haven't heard the term, it's a bit of a mystery to you. I hope by the end of this session, you'll at least have a basic understanding. And if you're already familiar um, with NFTs, non-fungible tokens, then hopefully by the end of this session, you'll understand what they're going to mean for you and your business in the next year, three years, five years and beyond. So, first of all, it's been quite a, um, an interesting journey for me to go from not knowing anything about this subject um, to investing in NFTs and now to launching my own NFT. Um, but really, and, and it is, it's crazy how things happen, isn't it? None of this would, have, would not have happened. It wouldn't have happened if I hadn't lost pretty much everything business-wise in 2015. So um, I don't talk about this that much, but on the 7th of July 2015, I was sat, I remember sitting up in bed with my laptop and literally a week before, I'd, I was a co-owner of a multi-seven-figure business with 20 staff, hundreds of clients, and a week later, all gone, disappeared. No money, no clients, no staff, no business. Um, and the big learning for me Raise your hand if you've ever had like that kind of loss in terms of professional career, business. You've had lost a business or had a failed business or a business that's gone under. Yeah, fair few of you. What what was a big learning for me was that um, I didn't realise it until that point, but my whole career, I'd created this link between my success in business and my identity. Like my identity was the owner of a multi-seven figure business. That was who I was. And what I realized was the danger of that link is that you take one thing away and you lose the other as well. And so for a, a period of time, um, I, I really lost direction, purpose, made some very bad choices. Um, I lost my way completely. Um, and on the 7th of July 2015, I sat in bed with my laptop and went, what the fuck am I going to do now? I have no money, no clients. Like, what am I going to do? Um, and the first thing I did was I made a list of, and there was 20 names on it, 
I made a list of people who I already knew, who I knew I could help, and I knew would at least be open or interested in having a conversation with me about becoming a client. And so if you've ever found yourself in this position or you find yourself in this position now or you might find yourself in this similar position in future, this would be the first action I'd take. I made a list of people who I thought, I know them, I know I can help them, I can serve them, and I reached out. And the way I reached out is really interesting. This is a tactic that you can use. I made a personalized video. This was version one of, raise your hand if you liked the iPad campaign that I shared yesterday. It's cool, yeah? This was version one. Now, I didn't have 13 or 14,000 pounds to spend then. I was literally at a point where I was worried about even being able to pay rent or feed my family. So I didn't have any money to spend on a marketing campaign. So what I decided to do was make 20 videos. And these 20 videos said things like, hey, Naomi, um, I'm sending you this video because we've worked together before and I know this, this and this about you and your business and here's how I think I could make an impact to make a difference. And so if you're open in having a, to having a conversation, I'd love to chat about how we could work together, how I could serve you. Um, and I sent 20 of these videos out. And from those 20 videos, within a month, I managed to get eight clients. And those eight clients were paying me um, it varied. Um, if they were paying me monthly for consulting, it was, it was a thousand pounds a month. And, um, one person, um, and I'll never forget, he's still my longest standing client to this day. His name's Rolf. Rolf wired me 8,000 pounds the day he received that video. And what he didn't realize at the time was that 8,000 pounds, like might have well have been 800,000 pounds because it, it allowed me to breathe and it, it let me know that everything was going to be okay. Because if I could get one person to pay me £8,000, I could go and do it again and again and again. Um, and so I managed to get my first eight clients. That, that little tactic, personalised videos to people you already know, like it worked like crazy on that occasion. And that was actually the inspiration for, um, for the direct mail campaign with the iPad that I shared with you. It came from us going, what have we done before that worked really well that we haven't done since? And I went, well, that video campaign was pretty cool. And then I went, well, I'm in a position now where I can do something even cooler because I can afford to invest in something more robust, the direct mail campaign. And that was the, that was the thinking behind it. Raise your hand if you can think of even one person right now that should be working with you, should be a client, you could really make a difference and help them but they're not right now for whatever reason. Raise your hand if you can think of just one. Now, many of you can think of a lot more. Nice and high, raise, raise your hand. Take this little strategy, this little tactic, and use it. Send them a personalised video. I mean, this was 2015, so like we didn't have, like WhatsApp wasn't really, did it even exist? It wasn't widely used if it did. Um, I, I recorded the videos, uploaded them to YouTube on a private link, and then emailed the link across to the people. That's quite clunky. Now you could just do it on video on your phone and send it on a WhatsApp. It'd be really, really effective. So I think that's something you should all think about doing. Think about those one, three, five, ten people that you know. Send them a personalised video. After I kind of licked my wounds and I started 
trying to rebuild, I became really fascinated by a guy called Gary Vaynerchuk. Raise your hand if you've heard of Gary V or seen him speak or followed his content. Really fascinated um, by Gary V. I was watching a lot of his content on YouTube and I saw that he was um, speaking at an event in London. And it was actually, uh, it was the launch of a book called, I think it was called Ask Gary V was the name of the book. And so it was a book launch and they were hosting an event in central London. And I was like, hey, I'm a Gary V fan. Like, I'd love to go and see him live. First time I ever had the chance. And I went on the website and it was sold out. And I was gutted. And then a chance would have it, this was before I managed to start getting clients and income. Um, literally two, three days before the event, uh, a guy who had been a client previously um, and became a, a friend, he posted on Facebook and said, hey, I've got this, I've got a ticket available for this event to see Gary Vee in London. Um, you know, I'll, I'll basically, I want to sell it. Um, I'm happy to sell it to the highest bidder. Send me a direct message on Facebook with your bid and I'll sell it to the highest bidder. Um, and I just messaged him directly. His name's Adrian. Um, in fact, he's actually, actually, you know Adrian, don't you? Adrian Savage. Um, so uh, I messaged him. I went, look, just tell me how much you want for the ticket because I really want to come to the event. Um, and he messaged me back and he said, um, you've done so much for me, so much for my business. Um, I want you to have it. Just have it for free. Um, and he didn't know at the time, but I, I certainly wasn't in a, financial position to invest any kind of significant amount in, in my business or in my education. And he gave it me as a gift for free. And I remember the day of the event because it was like, it was an evening event. So like when I had to go down to London, it was dark and it was pissing it down with rain. And I remember looking out the window at the house and going, I've got to drive to Birmingham International Train Station. I've got to get a train down to London. I've got to get the tube across London. I'm not sure I can be asked, But because Adrian had given me the ticket, I kind of felt obligated, you know. If I'd have bought the ticket for myself, I probably wouldn't have gone. But because he'd given me the ticket, I kind of felt obligated to do so. So I went out, drove to the train station, got the train down to London, got the tube across London. The walk from the tube station to the event was like 15, 20 minutes. It was pissing it down. I get to the venue. There is a queue to get in outside and it is absolutely caning it down. So I, uh, I get, in to, get into the event finally. And as I checked in, they gave us like, um, they gave us like a little goodie bag. And in the goodie bag, there was a raffle ticket. And this was actually the inspiration for um, the golden ticket that you all got in your attendee packs. This was the inspiration for it. Because the raffle ticket, they were going to do a raffle at the end of the event and give away some prizes, Gary V merch, that kind of thing. Um, so I went in with my, my little raffle ticket and there, were, there was like stands selling merch as well. And they went, look, for everything you buy, or for, I think it was for like every £10 you spend on the stands, the merch, you get another raffle ticket. So there was people like head to toe in Gary V caps and jumpers and like you name it. Um, they even had like chocolate bars that they called Vayner Chocks, which I thought was quite clever actually. And so there was, there was about 500 people. It was a similar size audience to this, about 500 people. So I estimate that there was 
well, certainly at least 500 raffle tickets, but with all the extras that people have purchased, we're into the thousands of tickets. So they get to the end of the event, they're doing the prize draw, they're giving away merch, and then they get to the end and they go, right, star prize, last item is an hour one-on-one with Gary V. And I'm like, this is it. Like, it, it felt like my destiny. Have you ever had that feeling? Where you go, it just felt like it was my destiny. And I had this feeling coming up inside, like, shit, I don't know why, I just thought, this is going to be me. I just had a feeling it was going to be me. And so they, they get the raffle ticket out, and you know, they go, it's a blue ticket, and everyone goes, ooh. Half the room, well, most of the room go, ooh, because it's not a blue ticket. Some of them go, ooh, yes. And then they start reading it number by number. And so as, like, they went blue ticket, I think mine was a blue ticket, I'm going, feelings building. And then they read out the number, and some woman in the third row steals my fucking destiny. Because it wasn't my number. What was really cool was then they went, right, so that was an hour, like, Zoom call with Gary V. We're going to do one more draw, and it's going to be an hour face-to-face with Gary V. And they pulled the raffle ticket, and I won the hour with Gary V. Hey, real quick, if you've been listening to the Empire Builders podcast for any length of time, you'll know that I do not run ads on this podcast. And what you should also know about me is that I only partner with companies who I absolutely 100% believe in. And so I'm making an exception because of my partnership and my loyalty to Keep. So since 2010, I've been using Keep, which was previously known as Infusionsoft, to automate all the sales and marketing in my business, deliver world-class experience to my clients, run e-commerce reports, manage affiliates, partners, and loads more. I really believe that Keep is the best CRM on the planet for small businesses, for entrepreneurs that are building their empire. Many of my guests on this podcast use it, and pretty much all of my closest friends in the industry also use it. That should speak volumes. So uh, Infusionsoft recently rebranded to keep k-e-a-p and what they've also done is brilliantly made it even more affordable even more usable for businesses that are at different stages of their journey so go and get a free demo all you need to do is go to keep.com that's k-e-a-p keep.com forward slash empire builders and by using that link i've negotiated the best possible deal for Empire Builders subscribers. So go to keep.com forward slash Empire Builders. You get a free demo, and when you go through that unique link, it means you'll get the best possible deal because you're a subscriber of this podcast. So let's get back to the show. Fast forward to, I think we were like April or May 2016. And I've got my meeting with Gary V. He was, he was in London on another business. I've got my meeting. I go down to London. And on the way down, I've got my phone out. And I'm making notes of all the questions I want to ask him. I'm like going, if I'm going to get the most out of this, and maybe those of you that had the round table with Marie were the same. So if I'm going to get the most out of this, I'm going to get a list of questions I'm just going to bombard him with. But my main outcome, by this time, I, I wanted to get into the events business and I wanted Gary to come and speak at one of my events in London. My main outcome for that meeting was to pitch him on coming and speaking at one of my events. 
So I sit down, I've got my list of questions. And my first one was like, right, what needs to happen for you to come and speak at one of my events? And so he goes, well, tell me about the event. I get 30 seconds into my pitch and he just stops me, shuts me down. And he goes, Nick, I don't think this is who you are. He said, stop doing horseshit events. Stop doing events that are designed to make money rather than create value. And he said, I will not speak at your event right now because the events you're running, I don't want to be associated with. You want me to speak at your event? You got to go back, start from scratch, build from the ground up. Over the next six months, I started with my first event in that new company. We had, I think, less than 100 people there. I was the only speaker. But we started building the events business the way that Gary had said. I remember what he said to me. He went, how you make your money is far more important than how much money you make. And so as I started to rebuild this events business with different values and the right way, I reached back out to him or to his team in January of 2017 with the concept of an event called Expert Empires. Um, And this time, as I I shared with him the vision for the event and the structure, he agreed to speak at our event. There was just a small matter of a fee, which at the time was $125,000. My bank balance at the time was about it was, it was 20 odd thousand pounds plus room hire plus AV plus all the other things. I estimated it was going to cost me 200,000 pounds to run the event. And then um, I often talk about this. I think sometimes I couldn't find anyone that thought this was a good idea. They're like, it's going to cost you 200 grand. Your bank balance is like 20 odd. This is stupid, quite frankly, a, an unnecessary risk. And I always say, sometimes I feel like you need advice, but sometimes you've just got to trust gut instincts, heart, intuition, call it what you will. And uh, so I was having a conversation with one of Gary's team, and I went, I'm in, send me the contract. They sent me the contract through, this was like January 2017. And I still think this was a complete mistake. In the contract, the payment terms were 30 days before the event. So I was able to sign a contract to have Gary V headline the first ever Expert Empires event with zero financial commitment. All I then had to do was go and sell a load of tickets, get people to pay for those tickets so I could pay him. And without that stroke of luck, I do think it was luck. I'm sure it was a mistake. I have spent well over a million pounds on speaker fees in the last five years, probably kicking on for 1.5, 1.6 million. And not a single speaker that I have booked has taken a signed contract without some sort of commitment, some sort of payment. Lord Sugar, it was full amount up front. You won't be surprised to hear. 100 grand, bang, got to pay it straight away. So I do think it was complete luck, but I also do believe in, in, in destiny and the universe and, these things, just they, they kind of, what's meant to be is meant to be. It, it all comes good. Um, and fast forward to May 2017. 
we had, uh, by the way, this was Gary and I at that first meeting in London. Um, he did a great little video for my wife, um, which maybe I'll, I'll put out on social again. I said to him, because he's a wine expert, right? I said, me and my wife, we love a fillet steak. What red wine would you recommend? And he told me, he went to Spanish Priorat. I went, because my wife really loves steak and we love a glass of red wine. And he did a little video. He went, hey, Natty. Her name's, her name's Natty, by the way. Hey, Natty. With the, with the fillet. It's a fillet, by the way. We're not French. With a fillet, I'd recommend a Spanish Priorat, which, by the way, has got like half the bottle is just like silt. It is so... Anyway, I digress. This was the meeting in January 17. In May 17, we ran our first ever Expert Empires event. Gary Vaynerchuk was the headline speaker. We sold over 600 tickets to that event. Um, and that was the start of this amazing journey called Expert Empires. Now, thank you. Um, now, Fast forward to May the 5th, 2021, and Gary V launches this thing called V Friends. Raise your hand if you've heard of V Friends. It's Gary V's um, series of NFTs, non-fungible tokens. And so on May 5th, 2021, he launched a series of NFTs. Now, for everything that, because of everything I've just shared with you, I am forever indebted to Gary V. For him, he took a chance on me. Like, I could have completely screwed that event up killed his reputation, you know, he backed me. And so basically anything he sells, I'm buying because I feel like I owe him. So on May the 5th, 2021, he launched this series of NFTs called V Friends. Um, now, NFTs, what is an NFT? I'm going to give you the simple, I'm not going to go deep on this or detailed. An NFT is essentially a digital asset. Think about... Um, Raise your hand if you're familiar with the blue check mark on Instagram. Raise your hand if you're familiar with that. Right. Does the blue check mark have a perceived value to it, yes or no? Yeah. Does it have any financial value whatsoever? No, you can't buy it. It's a, it's a sign. It's a, a logo. It's, a, it's an emblem that demonstrates a perceived value in your personal or business brand. That blue check mark is a digital asset. You can't hold it. You can't buy it. But an NFT is a digital asset, just like a blue check mark. It lives on the blockchain. So, again, without going too deep and technical, an NFT lives on the blockchain, just like Bitcoin, other cryptocurrencies, Ethereum, etc. which means they're insanely secure, the highest level of security you could ever imagine. What's fascinating about NFTs is you can build into them what they call a smart contract. Here's what that means. Um, let's say I buy a piece of art. Have I got any artists in the room? I've got an artist in the room. Okay, great, Amanda. So let's say I buy a piece of art from Amanda for £5,000. And then let's say in a few years' time, I decide to sell it to Tess for £10,000. I get a £5,000 profit. Amanda gets zero on that profit. She got the five grand in the first place. Now, what's fascinating about an NFT is you can build into the smart contract a rule, which means when I sell it for 10 grand, you get a cut and it's automatic. 
It doesn't require any tracking, any invoicing. It's automatic. Cool, yes or no? Yeah. And of course, we're talking about digital assets rather than physical pieces of art. So it includes a smart contract built in and you can build in all sorts of rules into the smart contracts. And finally, where it becomes really practical and usable, in my opinion, is an NFT can contain utilities like event tickets, as an example. But you can build in all sorts of utilities, all sorts of practical, real life, everyday, valuable product services and utilities into an NFT. So somebody purchases the digital asset and there may be a real life redeemable product or service that goes alongside it. So in May 2021, I purchased one of Gary V's V Friends NFTs for 1.5 ETH Ethereum. In May 2021, that equated to about $3,600. So you go, well, great. You paid $3,600 for what? For what? Um, here's what it included. It included a three-year pass to Gary's annual business conference called VCon. Now, my rationale was, I'm going to pay $1,000, $2,000 for a ticket to go to Gary V's conference anyway. Like, I've been spending tens of thousands of dollars year in, year out for many, many years now, flying to America and attending conferences. I love Gary Vee. I think he's amazing. So I'm probably going to pay multiple thousands of dollars to go to the conference anyway. So $3,600 for three years worth of passes makes a lot of sense. Plus, I could resell it if I wanted to for a profit. So I went, well, I'll spend $3,600. Let's say I go year one or even year one and year two, I decide not to go year three, I could still sell the NFT to somebody else and I could probably sell it for a couple of $3,000 just because of the fact that it's got the conference ticket built in. So it seemed like a bit of a no-brainer to me to invest $3,600. But what I didn't account for was I started getting offers on OpenSea, which is the main... Um, site, the main platform where NFTs, these non-fungible tokens are traded, bought and sold. I started getting offers. So I got an offer of like three ETH, $9,000 on an investment of 3600 I was getting these offers like a week later. A few weeks after that, I was getting offers of five ETH, $15,000 on an investment of 3600 I got an offer of $27,000 $34,000, and this still blows my mind, one person, I don't know who it is, one person offered me over $50,000 for this NFT. $50,000. And that was within a couple of months of me investing 3600 which is absolutely nuts. By the way, do you want to see the actual NFT I bought? You want to see this digital asset and what it looks like? Bear in mind, I got a $50,000 offer for... a hand-drawn cartoon character called a humble hedgehog. Now, I can't make any kind of logical argument why somebody would offer me $50,000 
for a hand-drawn, not even that well, hand-drawn, probably better than I could do, but you know, a hand-drawn cartoon of Humble Hedgehog, over $50,000. So I'm not saying that that's actually worth $50,000, but somebody believed it was worth $50,000 and actually made me an offer. Now, I didn't sell it. You might think I'm a nutter. I didn't sell it. Now, I don't believe it was worth 50K, but I do believe NFTs are the future. I believe that over the next three years, five years, 10 years, NFTs, non-fungible tokens, are going to become something that in our industry, first and foremost, but in our society and the world, are going to become a real thing. I'll tell you how I know. My 13-year-old understands them. Like, he gets it. Like, your kids, I guarantee, raise your hand if you've got teenagers. I guarantee your teenagers know what an NFT is. And if you don't yet understand, don't know, you're going to need to. If you don't understand them, you'll need to soon. That is for sure. So here's my prediction. Here's what I see. And, you know, like I said, I've been studying. I've been around this kind of world of NFTs, non-fungible tokens now for um, about 18 months. My predictions are... um, In the next three to five years, all major events will use NFTs for secure ticketing. Um, Football fans, do you remember the Champions League final this year? Liverpool against Real Madrid. Um, Kickoff was delayed by the police, yes. I was going for a time, but thank you. It was delayed by the police. Thanks for the real practical answer. Who delayed the kickoff? Um, kickoff was delayed by what? Like an hour, two hours or something? Um, because of non secure ticketing. People had been selling basically copycat tickets on the black market, and therefore there were like the capacity of the stadium was like 80,000, but like 120,000 people showed up trying to get in. Massive security issue. That would not have happened if the, NFT, if, if the tickets had been distributed via NFT because they can't be faked, they can't be cloned. They're held on the blockchain, it's highly secure. So I believe in the next three, four, five years, all major events will use NFTs for secure ticketing. That includes music concerts, it includes sporting events, and yes, I believe business events like Expert Empires will also use NFTs for secure ticketing. It actually makes it much easier to manage the event. Um, Here's a quote that I found, funnily enough, do you know where I found this? I found this on Stephen Bartlett's website, um, and it's a quote from Gary Vaynerchuk. He says, I believe in the next 15 years, no one writes a book with a publisher. They do it through an NFT structure, because when you write a book through a publisher, generally speaking, you don't really get paid much money. The publisher makes the lion's share of the profit. When you do it through an NFT, you get to keep it all. The same is starting to happen in the music industry. He says there's not a single sporting event where the ticket is not an NFT because a piece of paper means nothing, but the NFT becomes a forever collectible, just like a blue check mark on your Instagram. Once you've got it, no one can take it away from you. It has intrinsic and perceived value, and you could choose to sell it. Now, you can't sell the blue check mark, but you could sell the digital asset. You could sell the NFT. And I believe just like... Who remembers a time where you were scared to use online banking because you didn't think it was secure and somebody was going to rob your money? Raise your hand, own up. If you were a bit sceptical about online banking, 
Or raise your hand if you used to feel a bit hesitant or reluctant to put your credit or debit card details online into a website. Raise your hand if you've ever felt that. You've got short memories. I know we all, when it started happening, felt reservations. We were concerned about doing it. So just like online banking, just like paying online with a credit card, just like Facebook and Instagram, just like Bitcoin, there will be people who cling on to the old and say, that's a fad, it's not for me, I don't understand it, I'm too old. Or there'll be people that embrace the new. There'll be people that decide to embrace it, learn about NFTs, invest in NFTs, and even if you don't invest in NFTs, learning what they are, how they work, so you can use them in your business. Because I guarantee in the next three, four, five years, it's going to become a thing just like cryptocurrency has become fairly mainstream now, just like social media, of course. We basically live our lives through it, etc., etc. So the question is, which one are you going to be? Are you going to be the sort of person that, that moves away from and resists new up-and-coming trends? Or are you going to be the sort of person that embraces it and decides to get your head down, learn what it's about, and get stuck in. Okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to Empire Builders. Please subscribe, leave us a review on Apple, on Spotify, on other platforms, and uh, share the love, tell your friends. Remember, till next time, the more you connect, the more you collect.